check, check. David T. Miller, folks. Loading artist. Audio inside. Loading artist. Audio inside. Oh, it's Artcast, it's Artcast, it's Artcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen by your easel, maybe you can grab a chair. Or even take it with you like you ain't got no care. Loading artists. Audio inside. Loading artists. Audio inside. So sit back and relax and grab your headphones too. Adjust your volume, it's hotcast. Philip J. Mellon welcomes you. So sit back. Oh yeah, it's Artcast. Loading artists. Audio inside. Loading artists. Audio inside. Hey, and welcome to Otcast. Be sure to check out the artist's websites or otcast.com and check out the work and links. All right, let's get started. This episode's guest is Cape Cod-based artist Susan Carr. At the time of recording, before the coronavirus situation, Susan made the trip to my home and studio for a revisit interview. We originally spoke on the podcast back in 2013. But in this visit, Susan shares a couple of wonderful readings from her book titled Tensions, where she shares her ideas that point at addiction, mental illness, awareness, and stigma surrounding the passing of her son and sister. It truly is inspiring to see how Susan is using these experiences to fuel her current work that has shifted from purely abstract since our last chat and taken the imagery back to the portrait, a series she is calling Zombies, as well as other work that makes her happy, as she put it. Be sure to connect with Susan Carr on Instagram, that's at susancarr88, as well as Labspace at labspace underscore art who will be showing Susan Carr's work hopefully as early as summer fall of 2020. Lots of great work the gallery is doing, and it would be a good idea to give them a follow. And without further ado, Susan and I in conversation. Listen in. Here we are. Okay, hi. <laughs> hi. Hi, Phil. How, How are, are you, Susan? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks. I'm glad you made the trip, too. Yeah, nice well, it was very easy. Cool. <laughs> I'm in my Cape Cod outfit. Nice. Me, I'm in my Tontonian outfit. <laughs> here we are. Again. Again. <laughs> it's been like six, seven years. I know. I don't it's, know how long. No, I think it was... Um, I re- actually, uh, it was April 2013. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Forever ago. Well, <laughs> and like 
No, it was like yesterday too. Yeah, really, and especially because I re-listened to the interview this morning, it felt like it was yesterday. Yeah, so time <laughs> is weird. Yeah, it is a weird thing, especially yep. with the recordings. But just for the listeners, where are you? Uh, where's your studio based? Um, on Cape Cod. Cape Cod. And cool. my basement. Nice. I know we talked about the smell of oil paint last time. <laughs> oh, did we? Uh, well, it's not as bad. Okay. Now I'm not like like falling in it now. Okay. I've got it a little bit more tidied up, and but my whole house actually is a studio. I've just given in. I've yeah. given in to it. I, we bought like this new table, and I was so excited about my new kitchen table, and I looked at it today. And I had just done all these gouache paintings and ink paintings, and it's totally covered. Yeah. It's totally covered. Um, so I do ceramics um, on my kitchen table. I cool. paint downstairs. I, um, I have all my older work stored up in my son's bedroom. Um, so it's, every, it's like three floors yeah. Of art. You, you just can't get away from it. It's a whole art center now. <laughs> yeah, you can't not, you cannot get away from it. Nice. So, um about my about the work, my work deals with um time. Okay. It deals with life and death. Right. It deals with the death of my son. Yeah. It deals with the life of my son. It deals with how I'm living now right. and how art is, how art saves lives, how art is amazing. Right. And um, really, really, it's much more than just painting or anything I ever thought it was in, like in art school. They yeah. don't teach you in art school what art, the true power of art. Right. Art has a great power to it. And when you tap into that power, it can really, really save your life. And that's what it did for me. Right. Because when my son, when my son died, um, it became a, um, a real solve. It, my work changed. I started all this new work that really became important that is important to me i'll be doing it for the rest of my life yeah. um i have time too i have a lot of time to think about what the work means um it's it's an interesting um the work's interesting to me and not uh, interesting enough to me that i will be curious enough yeah to be um do to, to be making it the rest of my life yeah it's there's like um well from the last time we spoke I mean your work has definitely changed from what I've seen and it's it's like when you're Facebook friends with somebody you're connected that way I only recently got Instagram so we're connected there too but mm -hmm. like just talking with you about your work I mean it seems uh what, do you think it's a, like a radical change I think it's a radical change it uh, because I radically changed yeah yeah I was radically changed right you can't go through uh. You can't go through a death in your family without being radically changed. And and I lost one of my children, and I was radically changed. And I had to make a decision. And was I going to, you know, go full on life and and talk about it? 
Yeah. Because sometimes there's a stigma in talking about this. Right. Was I going to paint? Was I going to go like, oh, I'll paint. Um, I'll, I'll keep doing abstraction, which I love. Yeah. And I still paint abstraction. Was I not going to paint my what was really going on? Yeah. Or was I going to just just curdle myself right into it? I had no choice. I had to paint what was happening for me. Yeah. And I didn't even know what this these images were. I didn't know what they were. They just they just started happening. Yeah. And so I had to paint them because when I painted them, I felt ba- better. Yeah. And they spoke to me. It was like I, I, I was I felt like I was having a conversation with my son when I was making the eyes and and uh, and I still do. I still do feel like there's conversation happening. Right. And I I had to think about you asked me or someone asked me what what was your what did you do um graduate school, undergraduate, I don't know, some I was there was some conversation. Um I it's like medieval I was doing medieval art in graduate school and it's kind of like illuminated manuscripts. Okay. That I was in love with illuminated manuscripts. And so these images all have, um, all, all mean something, the images that I'm painting. And it's, and in an illuminated man- manuscript, you have to read the images. Yeah. They, you have to know, it takes a long time to read these images, but you read them and it all makes sense. So that's what, what my paintings are. Like the eyes, the um, the arrows, the black dots. Yeah. There's a black balloon. There's these lines. What does it all mean? But when you start picking it apart and looking at it, I think everyone has um, their own reaction and their own story that they tell themselves. My story isn't your story. Right from the work. Yeah, you, you're going to get a story. Yeah. And it's not my story. Right. It's going to be your story, I hope. Yeah. That's cool. That was going to be one of my questions. And I was wondering, like, what experience would you like the viewer to, to get from the work? But it, maybe you just answered that and said you want them to get their own experience? I want them to have their own experience. Yeah. And you also said that I, I'm doing a variety of work. Yeah, yeah. What, was, what did you say? You said that... Uh, like... Um, I'm, I, I'm having a, like a, um, Oh, well, you're having a multifaceted experience. With right. This. Like, right. And I know, said, obviously life pre post and now this um, was so, such a great, great statement. So no, I'm having a multifaceted art experience right, now. Right, right. And I thought, wow, Phil, that's so cool. That's so true. Like I have to do ceramics. I have to do painting. I have to do sculpture. I have to do because everything. I it's too big. Yeah, yeah. Everything's I, too. I imagine. Yeah. Everything's too big. So I had so so everything like the ceramics. When Josh died, I had to make. I had to do something with my hands. Yeah. I had to get my hands moving, and I just wanted to make something with my hands. Right, right. I wanted to make something with my hands with clay. Yeah. I wanted to put my hands in clay. So yeah. <laughs> just simple. So I've been doing that and um 
it was just, and also it was something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And I said, to hell with it. I want to do something I always wanted to do. Yeah. So I'm going to do it now. And so I've been doing that. And I think all of the things that I'm doing are things that I said to myself, you can do this. Yeah. You want to make a book? Make a book. What do you, you don't have tomorrow or you've yeah. got today. Let's do it because you only have today. Right. I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned. And the people that have showed up for me, Julie Torres, yeah. Kyle Quinn, Phil, oh. <laughs> um, I, I, my husband, Jerry McLean, um, I, are, are just the pe- uh, Ellen Letcher, are the people that um, are, and there's more people, I'm sorry, I, I'm not m- mentioning everyone, are people that love me and really are kind and are, yeah. are giving. Yeah. This book, I, I, I wanted to always make a book. I always said, I have this writing. I want to, to publish a book. Yeah. And I was going through Instagram one day, and I saw Raw Meat Press, Raw Meat Collective. Right. And I didn't know what it was, but I thought, I'm going to just send him all of my writing, all of it, <laughs> and all of my photography and see what happens because I don't care. Yeah. You know, because that's kind of been my – and he was so kind, and he said, I want to publish your book. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's awesome. And it was – I was – and he's a wonderful person, yeah. and um, I want to thank him. And Julie's been so amazing. And I'm having a, another solo at um, Lab Space, April 26th. April 26th. Three to five. Three to five. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Hey, just wanted to jump in and mention that Sue's solo show, In My Room, has been moved to late summer, fall, and that's at Lab Space Please check out labspace underscore art on Instagram for more updates on that as we get closer. And that's late summer, early fall, 2020. Thanks. Now let's get back to the conversation. So I was wondering if you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the mental illness side of things. Yeah, Yeah? sure. Okay. Sure, yeah. Um, Uh, And I also want to say, because I didn't say it it, like two seconds ago, I want to thank... Rebecca Hoffman, my daughter, yeah. and Elijah Carr, my son, and Nick McLean, my other son, who are amazing people, and I couldn't have gotten through this without them. Right. So thank you. They'll be listening to this, and I want them to know that I love them. Yeah. Thank you. So the mental illness part of this. So right. I okay. thought it was interesting because you. Well, I'll let you go and. So yeah. Um, how do you, which, where do you want to, which? Well, in our messaging back and forth, I mm-hmm. thought you made a nice uh, point saying that addiction as a disease and mental health issue and not a criminal one. That's right. So that's, that's powerful. And I imagine people that really, you know, have been through this sort of thing share a similar stance. And I don't know if it's, you Well, I think that that makes the work political. Okay. I think that work that makes my work political. Yeah. Because it it it, it has 
I, that's how I feel. Right. You know, when I'm go- when I'm driving, when we're driving uh, down Mass Ave. Have you been down Mass Ave lately? No. Uh, it's it's devastating. It's okay. horrible. Yeah. And and people are suffering. People are suffering, and it's awful. And um, and addiction is a, is a mental health issue. Yeah. It is a mental mental health issue, and it, and there's so many offshoots about this. It's not there's not enough time in in you know detox. There's just not yeah, enough. Yeah. There's just so much that that goes into it. I could there could be a whole podcast about you know one element or aspect one element or aspect about this this whole thing you know and i just feel very bad it's very sad it's very sad and i you know what is it one in 34 addicts get clean and stay clean i don't know it's a very small percentage right there obviously needs to be more done and, and some help involved yeah 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 we'll we'll see Right. We'll see. And uh, I guess your work with what you're doing now, trying to raise a little bit more awareness about that, or I well, I, I am, I I am, I'm I'm hopefully going to be in Buffalo April 30th um, for a conference of physicians um, talking about addiction in the family and opioid abuse. Um, but if it if it goes through, I don't know if it's going to yeah. with COVID 19. I'm I don't know. It, okay. it may or it may not, but it, if it doesn't, I think it will get rescheduled. Okay. And then I can, you know, talk about my book and talk about, you know, addiction and families and how I feel about it and, right. and what I feel. It, it's a special, it's a special place to talk about these issues, you know. Right. It's, uh, there's it's a hard different stage m- for it or like it, it's going to reach people? It's, more good, it's um it's for physicians okay. that work in in with people that are on opioids okay so i'm a i'm a mother that it's lost someone on opioids yeah so they want to hear from somebody like me right yeah it's it's straight from the it's the it's store. straight from the horse's mouth yeah yeah so here i am right and it's good to it's good for physicians to to hear that. Yeah, it's like makes a human like I human imagine. connection. Yeah, they want it. It's got to be creative. Show you know, read from my book. Yeah, you know, try Just to real accounts of stuff, right? Yeah, try to be you know. I I feel that so much more can be done, but it is is. Is our country willing to put money for this? You know, it's yeah. very hard. But enough for the politics. Okay. And because you'll see it in my work, it's just yeah. So I I'm very subtle. You don't I don't know if anyone would even notice it if I hadn't even talked about it. But yeah. there it is now. Right. It's it's okay. But I you know I'm I'm a subtle person. Hmm. But I'm I'm all about love, and I want I I want everybody to have a chance. Yeah. That's important. Mm-hmm. Do you consider this series of portraits uh, 
Are you calling them zombies or zombies? Yeah. yeah, it's it's okay. So I heard "Kickstart My Heart" three times yeah. in three days. Yeah, and it was so crazy. I just had to laugh the third day. I thought, okay, I got the message. You got me. Right. You know, it just was like it's so funny, and I saw it, and so then in my head I see zombies like in like beautiful Versace dresses, you know, like it, it, riding motorcycles, doing these crazy things in this kind of dystopian environment. Um, and I there's a lot of paintings I've got to do. I've got yeah, to do yeah. a lot of paintings. <laughs> I've got to do a lot of paintings. Um, and I haven't heard this, that song since. Okay. A- after, I, after all the ideas got into my head, I've, got, I've, I've made a couple of paintings. And then the mask. And then, then there was this zombie that was wearing a mask because she was trying to hide. Yeah. And then the mask fell. Because right. the mask got heavy, so then I then I said, "Wow, okay." So that mask is the big dolls. I was making big dolls for my lab space show last year, right. and I was like, "Where are these dolls coming from? Why am I making these big dolls? Where are they coming from?" Oh, now I know what they are. They're the this mask. There's they're this mask. Okay, right. they're the mask that. Do I? Am I wearing them? This mask? Could I be this person? I don't know. Right, or it could be someone else. No. Could be me. Well, every everything I paint about is always me. Okay. Just like everything I write, a writer always writes about themselves. Yeah. I think a painter always paints about themselves. Always paints about their experience. So it's got to be something about me. What am I hiding? What am I trying to say? What am I? Why did why is why did the mask get heavy? What am I? What am I? What am I? What am I finally allowing myself to talk about? Yeah. That I was so afraid to talk about before. I think I'm talking about it now. (laughs) Well, through many means, right? Painting, writing. Yeah. Photography. Yeah. Yeah. When did you begin to show this work, like your your zombies and the portraits? So I began sh- showing this last year at Lab Space. Yeah. I started showing the eye paintings. Okay. And they, you know, people like them, and and I had the big dolls there, but I didn't know what the dolls meant, and um, now I'm very clear. Now I'm very clear with what I'm I'm doing and. Where I am. Yeah, it's like, is, uh, for lack of a better phrase, like, is some of the dust settling somewhat? And you're, you're seeing, like, I guess you were, you were behind this experience in some way. And are you a little bit over the hump as far as, like, like, you're gaining momentum with painting a little bit more? Um, uh, yeah, I I think I've got, I, you know, I thought I might have been done with this whole eye series. Yeah. And then they started coming back. Okay. I, 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 I had a whole bunch of them just come back in my head and start hanging around. I do a lot of thinking. Yeah. I do a lot of thinking. There's a lot of paintings that hang around in my head before I even paint them. They could be there for a year before I even, before I even paint them. They're, they're there, though. 
right. and they're talking to me. <laughs> so I, uh, I said, okay, you're still there. Right. All right, we still have work to do. You'll get your shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot to do yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, you know, I just imagine, so there's no, no creative block in, in sight then. No, I and I have the sculpture that I really I really love because it's a nice it's a nice break. It's a nice time yeah. to to go and to make something like a draw they seem to me sometimes like drawings that actually come off the page and want to they don't wanna stay on the page. They wanna be in three D. Yeah. They wanna kinda walk around and they some of them seem kinetic, you know, like there's definitely a personality there, like a like I this sculpture does something, uh, like the arm comes down and then it it it, it feeds a mouse or something, not literally, but yeah, you know, like there's definitely a function to to each of them. I feel they make me happy. Yeah, yeah. they make me happy. So that's what their use is for okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness. Right. There was. I thought there was something. It's funny you said drawing that come to life. Draw, some they're of those drawings sculptures. that come to life. I I really enjoy how you draw on them with with the brush. You know, I mean, the, obviously the, the it's paint you you paint them. Yep. But some of the the accent lines, if, if for lack of a better word, you know, you you trace around this this block. Yeah. That that it's all resting on. Yeah. And somehow it remains like really just so nicely applied and very clean in a way. Like you don't, there's no mixing going on. No. Like I don't know how you do it. <laughs> no, that's where the, the the straight minimalist abstraction comes in. Okay. That's where I get really the yummy, yummy, where I really am feeding that that part of me that loves it clean and abstract. And, yeah. Mmm, nice and just let's just keep it clean and abstract. Yeah. And just this shape. And that's a part of me. Like I have these different, you know, pieces of me that that, that like different things. And so when I'm doing the sculpture, and and I'm I'm, that's that part that likes that. So and it I have to, but I couldn't do it all the time. Yeah, you, I'd get bored. Okay, now is that where you <laughs> would you switch to ceramics after that or something, or do you mean? So something I different? do what I do usually is I do I do my sculptures um, mostly, and then I'll I'll paint maybe once I'll be if I can do a painting I'll do a painting uh, or two a month or three, yeah. and then I'll have I'll do ceramics on Fridays and Saturdays. And then I'll do sculpture um, during the week. I mean, I'm d and now I'm doing gouache. I'm trying to keep up a drawing, a real drawing schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and keep myself busy with real. I want to get a sketchbook, get watercolor sketchbook, and really yeah. keep it. Keep myself very busy, um, more busy. Can you? Can I be more busy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> can have a I'm sure you'll find a way. <laughs> and have a clean house? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, impossible. <laughs> it seems like a lot of artists use gouache, and I don't know if this is like a resurgence for it, or but what is it about it that you like so much? You know what? I had never tried gouache yeah. before. 
And I'd seen a lot of it, and I had to do it for Get It For Cheap. Okay. And got it for cheap, and I thought, I have to make like eight eight paintings, and I'm not doing enamel this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to do some quick stuff, and I want to do something that I've never done. I want to push myself, yeah. and I want to try something new. How are we going to do this? Oh, the, the re, the, I saw some Reeves gouache okay. that was $7 yeah. at Michael's. <laughs> And so I said, okay, I'm doing gouache. Nice. I just found out what I'm doing. Yeah. But then I looked at the ink, and the ink was like, flu- I saw fluorence- fluorescent ink, and I just st- started going nuts. So I had to, um, I've, I've got some ink. I've got an ink love in my life now. Um, and I did some paintings that I like, and I did some paintings that I hate. But that's good. Yeah. I'm going to learn. Right. Especially with a new medium. So, you know. I'm going to learn. Isn't right, that right. exciting? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thin painting instead of thick painting. Yeah. The, the, what you're... Why do I paint thick instead of thin? Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you asking me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about that. Okay. So I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about gouache, yeah, very thin. Uh, this is something that came to me. Oh my God, I'm painting gouache, and it's watery, and it's yeah. thin, and it's beautiful, and it's glazy. And then I go and I have to paint very thick in oil, and it's just I can't not do it. I can't not paint thick. Yeah. I can't not. It's just how I learned how to paint. And I think that's why I'm so enamored with gouache right now because it's not the way I've always been painting. Right. Yeah, you've been painting very thick for a long time, yeah. it seems. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like my, my, my style. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you see that, you're not afraid n- of the material, nothing like that. No. Yeah, yeah. Now, th- of course, this, this is a. a a bit out of nowhere, but I noticed from looking at your other work, your your previous work, like right. say at the time that we first spoke, yep, in 2013, is there any kind of prep work involved? Like now, like similar to what happened before, and like what I mean is like, judging by the paint application, I'm just reading my note. You you appear to be very ready to go when it comes time to put the paint on the surface. I know one word that you used back then was deliberate, and is it still that way for you? Uh, like making these portraits of zombies, like applying the paint. It seems very similar, but is it still deliberate, or is there another uh, a word you'd use for it? No, it's um, it's it's deliberate. I don't do any drawings. Okay. I don't. I don't um, think. I don't. You know, someone asked me that at my show. Is do you have? Do you do? Do you start with a drawing or something? I don't. I yeah. just. I just paint. Right. I just go and I paint. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So all the work's done right. Right there. One shot. Yeah. Like, or maybe two shots. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, cuz if I don't do it right, you know, I'll I I'll paint out of uh, I'll paint it out of it. Yeah. You know, I've watched enough Gustin. I've watched okay. his movie. You know, you paint it out. You yeah. get it or or I will scrape it out. I okay. will just 
take all the pain out. I'll just lose all that pain and I'll just, it will be done. Right. Or I'll paint it over, you know, but I like it when it's fresh. I like, I like it when it's fresh. I mean, that's the best when it's fresh. Is it all wet on wet? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Like, cause I know some of the faces have some applied oh, you know, yeah. darker colors I, over top of the, a painting. Oh that yeah. Existed, that's, that's, that's something that I, I've been learning to do and it's hard. Yeah. And if I don't do it, if I don't get it right on the first try, it's just a real, it's a real toughie. There's, there's one painting that I have that I know Julie's going to want to keep it. She's listening to this now. I, I don't know. I, um, I'll keep it, but I'll let her look at it. I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not in love with it. Yeah. I'm not in love with it. <laughs> now, there's one thing I thought too, um, thinking about your previous work and then the the newer work, and I feel like um, it's probably very obvious, but it's it it's gone to a different personal place, I imagine, and it seems like with even the subject matter to 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 say it that way, it's like you've brought things down to the body, and the person, the mind, and the dream. It seems, you know. Uh, because, I mean, there's people can see themselves in it, you know, whereas before it seems like it was, it was beautiful color and movement and, and those types of things, which are still here. But now we're seeing maybe a bit of, well, you said it's you, but we can see a little bit of ourselves in it, too, in a way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the childlike portraits. Yeah. I like to remember when I was five. Yeah. At um, my uh, w w when I went to preschool, mm -hmm. and I like to remember how I felt when I was drawing. Yeah, and I like to try to bring that into my painting practice, and bring bring that to those faces. Right. Because that's, I think that's for everybody. You know, yeah. the, because everybody can see the child in them. Mm -hmm. it, that can be for everybody. The your painting. Yeah. Okay. That because that everybody was a child once. Yeah. Maybe something we have in common. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not everybody. I don't do that. Those childlike paintings. I th that's not all that I do. Yeah. But um, those those particular paintings quote air quotes those particular paintings yeah um um hit i do those from for that child that i was yeah and for the child that you were yeah. when we were drawing and we were f like f the most free that we were yeah and we were the most happy i asked you about your early times in in making art and in the, in the previous interview and you had mentioned a drawing that you had done when you were five, and you said it was girl watching ants. You you know, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah. So that's that that obviously you remember that right away. <laughs> yeah, and the girl watching ants is is that girl that's always smiling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always that. It's always that. Yeah. That was the happiest I'd ever been was making those drawings. So I tried to bring bring my whole self to that to that feeling. Yeah. It's it's hard, but the best paintings I've made, I think, go to that place. Yeah. 
cool thank yeah. you yeah might be nice for you to share some of your book with us okay so i have to thank you brian edmonds yes for allowing me to be an eraser with who else was i in this eraser with it's wonderful. He allowed me to be in Eraser Volume 1 with Melanie Park, Valerie Brennan, Sabine Tress, Ellen Siebers, and I'm so sorry. Oh, Mandy Lynn Ford. Sorry, oh, Mandy okay. Lynn Ford, who's a great painter. So uh, I, I'm really grateful for this. And and that's through his curating contemporaries. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so um, I never really put it out on my on my wall, and so I just wanted to give him a shout yeah, out definitely. and say thank you so much. And um, so tensions um, was um, was printed with by Raw Meat Press, Raw Meat Collective, and Kyle Quinn wrote the foreword, wrote the introduction to this, and he um, kind of helped me realize a dream of um, getting my work out there, and, and I appreciate it. Well, Susan, you were going to share some readings from your book, Tensions, and a little personal message? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, also... My sister passed a year after my son, which was a huge loss to myself and to my family. And um, this book was dedicated to Josh, but it was also dedicated to my sister as well. I, I love Josh. I love Dee. And the book is dedicated to them. This book is dedicated to all those people that have struggled in addiction, people that have lived um, lived in hard, you know, in a hard way. Um, and I just want my whole family to know that I love them. And this is, this book is dedicated um, to them really. Okay. Okay. I'll read this one. Thank you. I saw your doppelganger yesterday hurrying along the boardwalk and it was uncanny same nose, same slender frame, same swift gait. It's the small things we notice. Head turned toward the sea. Arms full of beach accoutrements, oils, chairs, bags full of chips. You are on your way to the best possible spot. You never noticed me following you. Then ocean was beautiful, pooling around jetties, clear and cool. It lapped the shore ever so lightly as tiny iridescent fish swam in disparate disparate schools darting one way and then another. The sun was nearly unbearably hot. People napped under umbrellas, swimming dogs barked after children as they frolicked with inflatable toys of all colors as sandcastles sand washed away. It was idyllic as you and your red cap and lover in tow assailed the beach, beach as if there was an invasion. As if this was the last time you would ever hear the waves rumor your name. I thought to immediately call you, call you up uh, upon arriving home saying, guess what I saw today? Like when we, we have done so many times before, but then realized I could not. So I'm writing you this note in hopes it gets to you. 
Dearest, I miss you. I'm, th I'm going to read a small portion of um, Josh's Ashes. Okay. And um, I don't know how much to read. You look at it and you tell me. Okay. How about the third paragraph? Okay, sure. Yeah, the beautiful Roman nose. Okay. 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 He had a beautiful Roman nose, long fingers, hazel eyes, which turned blue in the sun and brown in the fall. His knees turned in because the doctor said that when he was born, he had a club foot, which is a very rare condition, fewer than 200,000 cases a year. Two casts on his infant legs fixed it somewhat. But I was a very young mother and had no idea about the longer term term treatments and this genetic condition thus he was bow-legged when he walked which was endearing and so josh the grace tattoo on his neck was done in california for 300 bucks there are five black hairs on his chest he had full lips thick eyelids perfect skin i want everything to come back to me and i mean even the teeny tiny hair on his toe but he had been put in that bag, secured with an orange plastic tie inside of a biodegradable box for three years on my dresser, and that box was degrading. I know I've been breathing him in, and to tell you the truth, I didn't mind that fact. It's as if he was back inside me again. At first I thought strange. My room was more dusty than usual, and then my mind caught up. I told myself, only for another week, but now it's been three because I need him inside me even more now, although I have no womb, and he's been born, lived for better or worse for 32 years, and has died. The pain is overwhelming, the, the absence of my son so stark. I close my eyes at night, pretending his ashes find a place inside my circulatory system. They mix with the soil of my blood and slow, slowly bloom into tiny buds full of promise. The buds leap. The buds and leaves and stems curl around my bones, flowering, flowering into mysterious blossoms. I become two systems then, flora and fauna, within one body. I flourish as the perennial pregnant woman, and only I know the secret. Hearing you read what you wrote now, alongside your paintings, is just like... A really special thing it's like a wonderful experience so i just wanted to thank you for doing that and it was nice to revisit our interview earlier like when i listened to it this morning um i think the least i say is the best because i'm i'm like nervous about it why i, I don't know just because I, I am it's just you shouldn't be i know i shouldn't be i mean i, I feel like after all these years i should know you but <laughs> you don't but, be nervous yeah no it's it's this is different for me in this like project that I'm doing and I'm um, it's special and that's far too generic of a word for what I wish I had <laughs> to come out but um I just don't I, I want to destigmatize yeah all yeah. this stuff right because it's so every day right I think we live in a world that's that's that they all everybody's trying to make uh, clean and t we want to clean up and tidy it. Yeah, we yeah. want to make it airtight. Yeah. We want to make it pretty. We don't want it. We don't want any dust or dirt on it. Yeah, 
and let's you know let's let's get life in here because life life happens this right. is life yeah okay and what i like about you phil and i won't i can't remember the time but you were talking about you know your depression and it was and it really hit home for me yeah and i and i was grateful that you Thank were doing you. it it's nice to have um like i never really brought that into the podcast yet i mean i do it on facebook with some of the videos mm -hmm. and that but uh it's important and i really appreciate you coming and um asking me to be on again and to talk about some of this uh and yeah it's it's i like i said i never brought it into the podcast but maybe it's time so it's here oh okay <laughs> but you know but only because it, it i didn't want it to be about me you know i'm in it enough yeah i think but, what, what what we're doing right now i couldn't be talking without you yeah because yeah. this is too big and too scary yeah i needed somebody to hold my hand through this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Uh, again, thank you for for talking about this with me. And oh my God, and I'm so grateful to, for you to have me here. Yeah, I really am. Thank you. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. I'm really I feel really comfortable with you. Good. So Good. I really wanted to do this, yeah. you know, and um, so thank so that's you. It. So yeah. So and thank the listeners. <laughs> thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Many thanks to Susan Carr for making it out to the modest Artcast studio. We're practically in neighbors, so that was cool otherwise. Um, and though Susan's show, In My Room, is being pushed to late summer, early fall, you can just kind of connect with her on uh, Instagram, Susan Carr 88 And the gallery that's putting on the show is Lab Space. And that's lab space underscore art on Instagram. Stay in touch there. And again, thank you, Susan. And thank you guys for listening. And yeah, that's the show. Thanks. This has been Oddcast. I'm your host, Philip J. Mellon. Thanks for listening. And keep the dialogue going. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this. Define abstract art. Oh, come on. Okay, here's a better one. What does this painting mean? I'm getting nowhere with this. Forget it. Hotcast Home is A-H-T. T-A-S-T dot com. Thanks again. Sounds like the party's over, but you can still stay connected. For audio, Artcast is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Social Artcast is on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. And let's not forget about Instagram.